Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm going to be talking about a do-it-yourself natural skincare routine. So um, a lot of my patients ask me what I recommend for a natural skincare line, and for a long time, I didn't really have a great answer because most of the products on the market, high-end or otherwise, are full of toxic chemicals. And also, even the products that are clean tend to be really expensive. That seems so unnecessary. Most of the clean ingredients aren't that expensive in and of themselves. So some years back, I actually experimented with making my own skincare line to see if I could create a clean quality line that was also reasonably priced. In the process, I learned why a lot of those cleaner lines are so expensive. It's not so much because of the ingredients themselves as because of the cost of testing and manufacturing and bulk and all of that. I also realized that there are a million recipes on Pinterest for pretty much any skincare product that you'd care to make, and they're all clean because nobody has industrial chemicals in their kitchen anyway all mass production of such products would do is raise the price and probably force the manufacturer to add preservatives, which would defeat the clean objective. So in the process of my research, though, I learned a lot about the health benefits of various ingredients. Once you know the benefits of a given ingredient or an ingredient category, you can mix and match according to your goal, kind of like cooking. So here's a quick summary. So nearly every plant out there is chock full of antioxidants. That goes for herbs, essential oils, carrier oils, you name it. Some have more than others, though, of course. Also, nearly every plant out there is also antimicrobial. That's less true of the oils, as they're mostly fat, and I mean the carrier oils, and it's more true of herbs, and especially essential oils. Not every skin condition requires antimicrobial activity, but you're likely to get at least some from pure natural ingredients anyway. I just love how God distributes health benefits across plants and plant extracts of all kinds. It's almost like he wants us to be healthy or something. If you're trying to get a medicinal effect like anti-aging, anti-acne, antihistamine, etc., you can use an herbal infusion if you have the herbs on hand, meaning the dry herbs, cover them with a carrier oil and put them in a dark room and let them sit for a couple of weeks before you filter the herbs again. Uh, But you'll get the most power by far if you buy the essential oil and use just that. Plus, it's a lot less trouble. 
Also, nearly every carrier oil is full of fat-soluble vitamins, which include vitamins A, E, D, and K, and many also contain essential fatty acids. Not every oil contains all of them, but you'd be hard-pressed to find an unprocessed oil that contains none. You can also directly add most of those vitamins and essential fatty acids too, but that can be more expensive. All carrier oils will also help lock moisture in as long as they're substantially higher on the ingredient list than water, and ideally you shouldn't have water on on your ingredient list at all. If you're trying to heal something, find a way to drive blood flow to it. So that's straight naturopathic theory anyway. The healing is in the blood, so it eliminates metabolic waste and delivers oxygen and nutrients. The faster you can drive blood flow as a general rule, the faster it'll heal. If you're trying to draw out impurities, few things work better than clay. So pick your type. Nearly any type of clay will work. If you're trying to exfoliate, few things work better than cane sugar. So I knew there was a benefit to sugar somewhere. I don't care for salt as an exfoliant simply because if there's any breach in the skin barrier, it'll hurt because, you know, salt on a wound, is it's an adage for a reason. Pulverized nutshells also work, but they're too much trouble if you're making it yourself. And if you don't pulverize them well enough, you can scrape yourself. So here are some of my favorite natural skincare ingredients. There are many possible natural ingredients out there. These are just my favorites because they're usually easy to get and they're not too pricey. So disclaimer here, for all essential oils, make sure you check and make sure they're not contraindicated for you because essential oils can be very powerful. So uh, almond oil, so that's my favorite carrier oil because it's not too heavy. It also is high in vitamins A and E. And note, for those who are allergic to almonds, you'll probably be just fine with the almond oil since it's the protein that causes an allergic response and the oil is just the fat. That said, if you have a severe IgE allergy, best to avoid it. Jojoba oil is another carrier oil. It's probably the closest oil to that that your skin naturally produces, and it's still sometimes a little bit too greasy for some. It's also high in vitamin E, and it contains antioxidant activity, and it's antimicrobial. Coconut oil is a great carrier oil. It's great for deep moisture, but it's very greasy. Uh, It's also antimicrobial and antifungal, which makes it great for oil pulling, which is like swishing in your mouth. And there's a a blog post that will be linked. So the the blog post in the show notes here is going to contain what I'm going over here. And then the oil pulling article is linked in there as well. Um, Coconut oil is also an ingredient in a natural deodorant. And I'll get to ingredients or recipes for that in a bit. Uh, When I have the time to make a balm, that's usually also one of the ingredients. Beeswax. So that's the most important ingredient in any natural balm, though it's kind of a big pain because it requires a double boiler in order to melt it down. Shea butter is an alternative to beeswax for a balm, though it's creamier, so it's going to produce a much softer consistency. It also requires a double boiler, though, and it's also therefore a pain. Apple cider vinegar, so there's many internal benefits for apple cider vinegar, but it also can be used topically for acne or as a toner. But it has the same pH as your stomach acid, so I so I dilute it for that reason. Um, I also use this as an ingredient in a natural face mask, and I'll get to the recipe for that at the end here. Um, bentonite clay is a drawing agent that helps remove impurities, and it's useful for face masks. I'll get to the recipe again in a bit. Or also as an ingredient in tooth powders if you're looking for an alternative to toothpaste uh, because it's high in calcium and potassium. Baking soda is antimicrobial, cleansing and odor fighting, and it's also useful for a number of household cleaning purposes. Matcha powder, um, this is a finely ground green tea powder, and it's a fabulous antioxidant source. I stumbled on it as a skincare ingredient kind of by accident because I'd bought some for a house guest, and I don't much care for the flavor of like to drink it, but I had a bag of it left, and lo and behold, it makes a great scrub, so I'll get to that recipe in a bit. 
cane sugar, great exfoliant and much better to put it on your face than to eat it. Uh, my essential oil favorites, lavender. I use more lavender than any other essential oil. It's antibacterial, it stimulates skin healing, and the smell is also very soothing. Sandalwood increases circulation, stimulates skin, cal- skin cell turnover and thickening, and it's thus anti-aging. Cayenne initially drives blood flow, which stimulates healing, and it's also very high in minerals and vitamins, but don't get it near your eyes because it'll burn, obviously. Uh, jasmine improves skin elasticity, moisturizing, antimicrobial, and also helpful for dermatitis. Frankincense promotes regeneration of healthy cells, and it's thus anti-aging. Geranium increases circulation and skin elasticity. Tea tree, antimicrobial and antifungal, and it's it's also soothing. Patchouli, anti-inflammatory, and it tightens pores. Tangerine, antifungal, and it can also stimulate regeneration of new cells. Lang Lang is very hydrating, and peppermint is antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, and antifungal. So a couple of my favorite recipes. Over the years, I've experimented with quite a few of them, and I've found the proportions don't really matter that much, with few exceptions, which I'll mention. Um, These are just some of the recipes, if you can call them that, that I use most often. Body lotion, I just use straight almond oil for that. I mean, you can mix in essential oils if you want to. I'm just lazy, so I don't. Um, Hair oil, I use almond oil for that as well. So about a dime size that I smooth onto dry hair. So after you've already dried it and styled it and whatever, this basically just smooths down the flyaways. Don't use too much, obviously, because it'll be heavy. Uh, Some people that have less fine hair might want to use jojoba for that. But for me, almond oil works a little bit better. Jojoba oil would be too greasy for me. Facial oil, so I usually do an almond oil base for that as well. Again, I find the jojoba a little bit too greasy for me. Um, and I add any combination of essential oils that I might have on hand, usually between 5 and 20 drops each. Uh, and that's to uh, 1 or 2 ounces of the uh, essential oil, or sorry, of the almond oil base. Most commonly, the ones I use are lavender, tangerine, and sandalwood, and I apply that morning and evening after washing. Facial scrubs, so I just fill a small, very small jar, wide mouth jar, with mostly cane sugar and add some matcha powder on top, about a quarter of the amount of sugar though really it doesn't matter uh, until it appears to be full then you close it and you shake it so they combine really well um, so they'll just kind of mix that way and then after I've done that then I add a dropper full or two or really however much you want of lavender essential oil although again you could pick any essential oil and then I'd saturate the mixture with almond oil and I'd shake it again until it forms kind of a paste like a gritty paste uh, and then I just keep it in the shower and I use it daily uh, after washing my face Acne spot treatment. So I use an almond oil base for that and then somewhere around 20 drops each of cayenne and tea tree oil. But again, the amount doesn't really matter as long as you have a decent amount of carrier oil. A facial mask, so a tablespoon each of bentonite clay and apple cider vinegar and a squirt of jojoba oil to keep it from being too drying. And then you apply it on your face until it's dry and then you wash it off. Usually it takes roughly 10 minutes or maybe a little bit more. Deodorant, so you can buy empty uh, roller applicators on Amazon um, and then you add some baking soda, however much you like, really, tablespoon or two works. Top it off with coconut oil and shake it to combine. Uh, when it's cold, coconut oil is going to be solid at room temperature, so it's not going to roll very well. So in that case, you'd need to keep it in the shower like while the hot water is running. Keep it at the drain and it'll be ready to use by the time you get out of the shower. 
and then toothpaste or tooth powder so some baking soda and bentonite clay the amount again doesn't really matter just be aware that the more baking soda you have in there the saltier it'll taste so you might want to tweak it for that add some peppermint essential oil to taste and mix it with coconut oil until it forms a paste of the desired consistency so these are some of my favorites from playing around with them there's lots and lots of options out there um, I didn't put balm recipes on here because I don't make them very often because again they're a pain but every now and then I will uh, so I will link in the show notes to the blog this comes from and thanks for joining me as usual and I'll see you next week are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression unfortunately even in the alternative healing professions this isn't a given that's why I've created wholehealthdoctor.com a resource to help connect patients to healthcare practitioners in their area who share a root cause philosophy Alternatively, most of the practitioners listed also practice telehealth, so if there isn't anyone local to you, you can still find a great practitioner to help you regain optimal health. Go to wholehealthdoctor.com, that's wholehealthdr.com, type in your location or just the specialty that you're looking for and find the practitioner who's right for you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.